This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Wednesday Till I Die podcast, the debate live. Uh, this is your chance to have your say on your club, Sheffield Wednesday. Uh, we're live using uh, twi- Twitter spaces, so if you listen to the recording of this, then make sure you join us next time. Um, we're trying to do these every uh, every Friday lunchtime, so if you can join us, that'll be, uh, that'll be great. Uh, we have got some key points that we're uh, going to be discussing, but ultimately uh, we can talk about anything that you, uh, anything that you want. Um, some of the things that we want to talk about is Sam Hutchinson, uh, a liability. You know, on three occasions we've had to substitute him due to injury. Uh, Fleetwood, Wigan, and uh, also last weekend at Bolton. Uh, in the role that he plays, it's not a substitution that we want to keep having to make. Um, off the back of that, uh, on and the press conference that Moore uh, gave yesterday, uh, it's confirmed that Sam Hutchinson, Lewis Gibson, George Byers and Massimo Luongo are out of contention for this weekend and also the matching midweek against uh, Cambridge, uh, as well as a long-term injury to Josh Windass. How much of a blow is that to lose those players? Luongo is back training on the grass, as is Byers, but they're still a couple of weeks off. Uh, we don't know how serious the injuries are to uh, Hutchinson and Gibson. Uh, more wouldn't disclose anything other than a muscular injury. Uh, we can also talk about Barry Bannon. Was Bannon back to his best against Bolton? Uh, looking at the stats from that game on uh, on Saturday against Bolton, um, you'd like to think so. You know, 82% pass completion, uh, six crosses, two dribbles, two tackles, two key passes, uh, top uh, in all those categories Uh for Sheffield Wednesday and a 7.31 rating as well one of the most top rated players uh, according to who scored I said is he back to his best Um, can also talk about the criticism that Moore has been getting uh, from an increasing number of fans Uh, is the criticism of Moore unwarranted considering our current league position we sit ninth, just one point outside the playoffs uh, five points off of Plymouth who sit top Uh, and we also have the second best defence in the league should we be a little bit more satisfied than what we uh, than what we currently are uh, and are you one of the fans that have been booing the team in recent weeks? If so, then um, then why? If not, then does that mean that you're happy with how I've been performing this season? And not only that, but we can also talk about Bailey Peacock-Farrell versus Wildsmith debate, which rolls on. Uh, Wildsmith obviously kept a clean sheet and did well last last week. Uh, we spoke about it on the pod earlier uh, earlier in the week. 
I said that Bailey Peacock Farrell should start this weekend. Giles said he would give Wildsmith another chance. Um, Obviously, Bailey Peacock Farrell only came back from international duty on Thursday, I do believe. Obviously, they'll be travelling down to London today in preparation for this weekend's game. Who do you think is going to uh, start in goal? And then finally, we can also talk about uh, our next two fixtures. We've got AFC Wimbledon tomorrow, followed by another away fixture against Cambridge on Tuesday night. How do you think we'll fare against the teams that are 15th and 16th, respectively? Uh, you can get involved uh, in the debate show live. Um, press the request to talk button on the bottom left uh, and then I can bring you up onto stage as so to speak like I said we are going to be doing this uh, uh, every week um, on a Friday lunchtime hopefully fingers fingers crossed uh, so like I said you know do uh, do please get involved I mean the, the, like the first thing I mentioned you know Sam Hutchinson uh, is he starting to become a liability obviously he's uh, from the 11 games he's played in uh, in eight of them uh, like I said, he is he's going to be out for for Saturday. Is it someone that um, you know when he plays? Is he offering enough for you? Uh, you know, for him to warrant that uh, that place. You know, would you be playing him in in defence? Do you prefer him in that uh, defensive midfielder role? Um, for me, uh, yeah, he is one probably one of our better players. But like we've uh, like I just mentioned, to have to uh, substitute him three times. Um, in just what 11, 11 games through to in down to injury is that is his workload too high you know is he is he someone that perhaps needs to be managed a bit more um can he play that defensive midfielder role is he uh, you know is is it too physical for him is he is he more suited to playing you know centre back with with Dom I don't I don't know um for for me I thought that on Saturday when Hutchinson did come off and uh Dennis Adeniran played uh, I thought that Dennis offered a lot lot more uh, I don't think that um I don't think that Barry Bannon and Hutchinson really worked both playing that uh, that defensive midf- midfielder role but I would like to know what you think as well so so if you do want to get involved press the uh, request to talk button on the bottom left uh, and let's uh, let's have a discussion like I said there is we can talk about many many different uh, different things uh, about Sheffield Wednesday I said I'd love to hear where, what the other listeners are, uh, are thinking it's not just myself and Giles that uh, um, you know I want, I want to hear your uh, your opinions as well um, I mean just on the uh, on the Barry Bannon subject as well uh, like I said if you uh, if you look at his stats then but it's Barry Bannon's stats, isn't it? They're, they're, they're always good. He's always got high high pass completion. You know, he managed to get six crosses in on uh, on Saturday. An absolutely sublime cross for Gregory. Um, the header that the, the keeper the keeper saved. Um, you know, what's your thoughts on Barry Bannon? Is he someone that? Um, you know, I think the the noise is mixed. Is mixed opinions coming from uh, uh, from from you, the fans, and, and what have you. Everyone knows my thoughts on on Barry Bannon. I think that we're relying on him far too much, but you can't, you know, you can't take away the the fact that when he does play, uh, he does a job. You know, uh, the, the six, six crosses, two key passes. Uh, I'm guessing one of those was the was the cross for uh, for Gregory. Um, you know, what role do you want him to play? Do you want him to play that uh, that central defensive midfielder role, or do you do you want him to play play somewhere else, or, or not at all? There, some people have uh, spoke about that, myself included, saying that sometimes, uh, like I said, we do rely on him a little bit too much, and, and we perhaps could do with, uh, you know, 
Uh, we've rested him at times. We did against Wigan. I know that's down to injury, but I thought we fared quite well uh, without him. Like I say, if you are, if you are just joining us, um, we are just talking about Sheffield Wednesday, of course. Um, lots of things to, to talk about. Um, Barry Bannon, Sam Hutchinson, is he a liability? The criticism that Moore's getting. Uh, Bailey Peacock, Farrell or Wildsmith, who are you going to be playing this weekend? Um the booing that Moore's been receiving, is that uh, is that warranted? And so if you want to get involved, then pre bottom left of your screen, press the request to talk button and uh, I'll, I'll jump you up on stage and we can uh, we can have a chat and I want to hear what your thoughts are. We can also talk about anything else that you uh, that you want to talk about, um, as long as it's through Sheffield Wednesday. I don't want any uh, Strictly Come Dancing chat or anything like that uh, in, uh, in here. Um, just on the booing as well, um, that we have, you know, being here in it, uh, Hillsborough especially. Uh, for me, um, it's, we shouldn't be booing at all. Like I don't, I don't think the, uh, I don't think the, um, the performances warrant to be to be booed and things like that. Um, but no, it's uh, you know we pay us money. You know we are expecting, and uh, you know sometimes the expectations are are quite high. Um, Luke, thank you very much for uh, for joining, mate. How are you? How are you doing? Yeah, good. Good. Thanks. And yourself? Yeah, yeah. I'm all uh, all good. Uh, hear me loud and clear and everything. I can hear you fine, mate. Yeah. Brilliant. Fantastic. Yeah. What do you want to talk about, Luke? Yeah. Well, just uh, obviously first off, hearing about the, the Hutch debate. Yeah. Uh, I mean, for me, he's a he's a brilliant player and has been for many years for us. Uh, and I, I, there's a it's a good few things really for him uh, that go for him really. Obviously, he's loyal and, and he's a very good player. But not only that, for me, he is a leader. I know we talk about not having leaders in the, in the squad that much. Yeah. But for me, I, I think he is. I think he's uh, also a role model to the younger players coming in. Uh, everything he talks about, about mental health, and I'm sure that can only be a positive on kind of the mental strength uh, of, of the group. Uh, and for me, by the sounds of it, his contract is very low risk as well. Yeah. Uh, so, so for someone of his calibre and to be as well known uh, as he is and still to be sticking around showing that he, he loves the club, uh, I think I think it's a no-brainer really that, that we keep him. Yeah, I mean, I'm, 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 I suppose I'm not... Um... Well, I wasn't suge- suggesting that we that we get rid of uh, Hutchinson from the club or anything like that. It, it was more, uh, it's more to do with, um, oh, should we play him every week? Do you know what I mean? Uh, I don't, you know, yeah. those qualities that you've mentioned, him being around the club, you know, he's, he's still we are all modern and things and things like that. It's just purely from a playing perspective. You know, we've played eleven games. I think we'd probably we probably would have played him in every single game this this season. But he's come off against Fleetwood with an injury. He, he then missed Rotherham and the Morecambe game. He came off uh, after seventy-five minutes uh, against Wigan. He's then missed the, the game the, the following, you know, the following Saturday at Oxford. All right, he's then started at Bolton, but now he's going to miss. Uh, he's going to miss this Saturday against Wimbledon and then Tuesday against Cambridge. All down to injury, not not uh, not issues with uh, you know selection. It is just down to, to injury. And you know, we made two substitutions on Saturday. Um, Gibson came off at half time as well as Hutchinson, and more more obviously, you know, he, he mentioned that we've got attacking players on the on the bench, and if every time we're having to substitute Hutchinson, then you know that's one less attacking player that we can uh, that we can bring on. So I just wanted to you know get your thoughts on whether whether he should be playing, uh, whether you know Hutchinson should be playing every week. 
Yeah, I mean, it's Hutchinson, isn't it? So he's not going to play every week. Uh, I think he's, he's one of the older players in the squad. So can we expect him to play every week, every minute? No, probably not. Uh, but is it worth him having, having him on the pitch for the qualities he brings? Uh, definitely. Uh, even if it is for 75 minutes, that's 75 minutes more than what we would have without him on the pitch uh, if, if we didn't play him. So, uh, yeah, is, if, if we can play him, then, then for sure we play him. Uh, uh, unless, obviously, it just, it just doesn't suit the opposition we're playing and we do want to have that extra attacking player on the pitch. Yeah. Uh, uh, or if we feel like one of the other centre-backs is, is, is better for, on that occasion, then, then fine. But, yeah, it, it's not going to be fit for every game. I mean, when has he ever been fit for every game? I get that. But, he's, but when we do have him on the pitch, uh, I think it's definitely a positive compared to when, when we don't, uh, yeah. for sure. So just because just he, is, he is still a very good player and probably uh, as an all-round player who can pretty much fit in anywhere. Uh, probably the best way we've got in the squad for that yeah uh, I've, I've brought to, uh, Tom onto the uh, onto the stage as well Tom um, thank you very much for, for joining us uh, how are you mate you alright yeah yeah I'm good thank you mate yeah firstly it's, obviously it's a great pod and it gets everybody talking to each other about Wednesday and other things such as mental health which is fantastic I think you Giles and obviously Jamie when he's back are doing something brilliant for the club yeah so cheers mate just keep, keep up keep up the good work with that uh, I think for me uh, just Rather than just focusing on Uch and Bannon, just throughout the team, we need to, I think, more needs to obviously decide his, his best 11. Uh, I put on the WhatsApp group a while back about, I think he's just playing real-life football manager at the moment. Yeah, I, I, I quite enjoyed that comment, yeah. Well, well, if you think back to the start of the transfer window, we are dead any, any players. We weren't that confident looking at the squad depth. We started to make some some good good signings, good recruitments, a dinner and players like that. Then all of a sudden, we're getting Berahino, Gregory, would Canberra have come in if those two, if we didn't they'd have been available. I think more, I shot himself in the foot defensively. I don't think we've got enough cover there. I think, um, I don't know if it was yourself or Jamie, or I think somebody put a poll out towards the end of the transfer window. What would you like to see? One more signing. Would it be a striker? Would it be a defender? I think he split opinions at that time, but I think now it's proven that it would have been, it should have been a defender. Because we're light at the moment. Obviously, with Utch getting injured, he can play a variety of positions. Um, I do think, well, we don't know what goes off Monday to Friday, but is he being managed correctly? Well, when, when he, he came, well, 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 when he came on the pod, um, what, what, quite a few weeks now, uh, he did mention that you know he doesn't train every single day. Um, so from Which the from the training aspect, yeah, it looks like they are they are managing him. But you know, just looking from the eleven games so far this that we have played this season, um, it looks like he's played pretty much. Well, he's played if he's fit. Um, you know, yeah. I, I, you know the two he missed. You know, Rotherham and Morecambe. He, he came off at, at half time against Fleetwood and stuff. So it, it doesn't look like we're resting him in terms of uh, from a playing perspective, other than when he's when he's injured. But that, that was my point, really. You know, like should we should we be looking at other you know bringing other players in, or is it kind of a let's 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 play that risk? Are we at that point where we have to risk Hutchinson or your other players that we can you know that can play in that role? Obviously, you've, you've already mentioned there that we are a bit light. In in defence, um, you know, we brought Gibson in, but you know, again, he's played one game and well, half a game, and that's it. He's he seems to be sidelined for for a, a while. But uh, yeah, I just want to bring uh, Lewis uh, um, on as well. Lewis, mate, thanks for uh, thanks for joining. What do you want to talk about, mate? All right, no worries. Uh, 
great pod, by the way. I hope you had a good birthday on Saturday and all. Yeah, well, three points at uh, Hillsborough makes it uh, makes it a lot better as well. So yeah, cheers for that, mate. Not bad, is it? Um, I think Dan O'Moore's got a, a headache with squad, and to be honest, I think he, he builds the squad around who we're playing a lot. I don't think he, this is why I think fans we don't know what formation he's putting out and what squad he's putting out on a Saturday at two o'clock because I think he's playing to he's playing to whoever we're playing at the time. So do you think he's giving so, too much respect to to the opponents? As in, as in, he's looking at how the other teams play and we're setting up to train to train. Rather than finding our own identity, he's playing to how the other team play. Um, I mean, Bolton gears bit a lot of hints throughout the week. He was saying they're going to come out attacking, and I think Ian Everett is one of the saltiest mans in many football <laughs> over the weekend. Yeah, I heard his uh, I heard his uh, post match press conference. Yeah, it didn't um, it didn't they sound lost, great. They lost they lost fair and square. They did attack a lot, but to be fair, they did they didn't shoot on target a lot, and it, it, all it takes is one chance, and we took that one chance. Um, but I think Hutchinson, I think I can see him going into like a coaching role at Hillsborough, especially with younger lads. Um, so I think it, it's it's important to protect him, and I don't think we should play him. It, it, in fact, we don't we shouldn't start him every match, given how sort of fragile he is. But on the other hand, he's such a Rolls Royce, you can't afford not to play him. So, so if he's fit, would you would you play Sam Hutchinson? Hmm. Would I play him? I play him, yeah. But would I start him? I don't know. And and if he does play, where where do you think we should play him? Do you think he's more of a cent, uh, you know a central defensive midfielder, or is he a is he a centre back with with Dom? Well, naturally, he's a centre defensive midfielder, which I think he should be playing there, um, because that way he can he helps out with defenders, and then he can come back and defend, he helps out with defenders and go and help the midfielders at the same time, because he likes to go forward on other occasions. Yeah, it's a tricky one. I mean, for me, for me. Um, when he does play, you know, central defence with Dom. When we, we, you know, obviously we are playing it out from the back. Like that, that's that's it. We, that's what we're doing like, all season. I don't think we're doing anything other than that. Um, you know, we've we've spoke about Shea Dunkley and his ability to play out from the back, and how we we all panic when uh, when, when the ball gets passed to him. And but when when Hutchinson plays there, I, for me, I'm, I have like all confidence in his in his like in his passing ability. Um, I mean, if if yeah, I were to completely agree with that, with yeah. That. If I, if I were choosing, I I would prefer Uchen, um Uchen Dom as the as the two centre back pairings. But like I said, whether whether that's a risk or not, you know, every game is going down with we have a niggle or or some sort of injury, and it's like, like I said, we we only if if we had five subs like we did throughout lockdown and stuff like that, maybe. But with three subs and the amount of attacking players that we have got, you know, and hopefully impact players, um, for me, um, it likes it might be just a risk too too much. I just want to bring Lee uh, Lee into it as well. Uh, Lee, thanks for uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, just trying to unmute yourself. Afternoon, gents. Hi, hi, Lee. How's it going, mate? You all right? I'm good, thank you. Good. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm actually a Grimsby Town fan. Um, all right, okay. I've obviously been um, keeping an eye on you guys since um, since we've had Alex Hunt. Um, yes. To listen to your podcast and stuff. Um, and t- taking a bit of notice in your results, to be fair. Good stuff, good stuff. Second, are we are we your new second team? Because Grimsby's certainly my new second team anyway. Um. I wouldn't say second team, but yeah, I've been keeping my <laughs> <having> results. <laughs> good stuff, good yeah, stuff. I'd definitely like to see you doing well. Um, my, my sister actually lives in Hillsborough, so um, oh, I can see you at his grounds from the from bedroom window. <laughs> right, okay. Yeah, um, yeah. Alex Hunt, um, I'm not sure if you've made aware of this, but Alex Hunt's been made available to play for us in the FA Cup this weekend. So I was just wondering um, what your thoughts were on that. Do you think that's, um, do you think that's a good time for him staying with us past January? 
Uh, yeah, for me, definitely. Like I've been crying out for for all the uh, all the players that aren't getting the game time. The, you know, the, the under twenty threes is a pretty poor standard for, for you know for what I'm uh, what I consider Joe. Um, players going out on loan if they're not getting the game time at Hillsborough uh, he's going to help them you know whatever standard that that may be um, obviously you know he's gone to Grimsby you're top at league that's going to you know breed confidence whether that means that Alex Hunt then comes back to us and, and does a job for Sheffield Wednesday or whether he goes elsewhere or stays with yourself then you know either, either things you know it's, it's, it's got to be good for, for the player uh, like I said in years gone by we've we've held on to players and they've just I said, sat in the under twenty threes or sat on the bench or not even in the in the squad, and the, you know they, they've not progressed for the youngsters. Like I said, it, that competitive nature and stuff, it, it it certainly does does help. Obviously, having Giles on the podcast, he you know he, we keep tabs on uh, on Alex Hunt. But what uh, has he been um, has he been received? You know, fr- from the Grimsby fans. Oh, it's been, it's been brilliant, mate. You've got a fantastic little player on your hands. Um, is uh, I, I think I think the only worry um, when he when he first came in was uh, obviously is a slight build, but um, it's fantastic, mate. He, he, he get, gets in there where where it hurts. He's, he, he's not shy in that department. Um, he's te- technically absolutely brilliant. Um, he, he's um, obviously p- pinging in with loads of assists from corners. Um, his, his, his dead ball is absolutely brilliant. Um, yeah, he's got a fantastic future, mate. Um, you, you touched so on he, his, his slight frame and, and what have you. And to be honest, that would be would have been my uh, criticism of him. That he's he is a bit, you know, um, he gets bullied off the ball a little bit. Um, that you know, if you, you perhaps need to bulk up a little bit, and yeah, you did find that sometimes his technical ability, like you just said, is is really good. But you know, if, if, like I said, he gets harassed and, and bullied a little bit too much for for my liking. But you know. Um, you know, fair play to him. He's, he's gone out on loan. He's had an opportunity. He's took it with both hands. I saw the goal that he scored. I don't know who it was against, but the the last minute, the last minute goal that he scored were were fantastic. Against who? Yeah. Sorry, yeah. it was against Barnet to win four three. Yeah, that, I mean that game was just incredible in it in itself. Oh, but crazy. <laughs> the best thing about it, obviously, when he, you've probably listened to the podcast when he came on, uh, uh, you know, the couple of days after, and and when he said that, um, it, you know. He'd been working on some sort of free kick routine, and he just went totally against it, and and, and obviously went for the went for goal. And yeah, if he'd if he'd have missed, he would have got a bit of a bollocking. But uh, but, but no, that were you know that were that were fantastic. And it's good to see him doing well as well. We've also got you know Cam Dawson, you know the goalkeeper who's on loan at uh, uh, Exeter. He's like one player of the month and and things like that, keeping clean sheets left right and left right and centre. We've got other ones, Brennan. He's at Notts County. Uh, Galvin. He's having a bit of a tough time at I think it's Gainsborough Trinity. He's at um well someone in the uh, conference north and I can't remember who it is, but uh, but yeah, like it's good to have these players out on loan and and it can only be uh, it can only be a good thing. Um, I mean, I just want to I just want to touch on uh, now about the you know the criticism that that Moore's getting. Uh, Tom, I just want to come to come to you on that one. Do you think that the criticism that Moore's getting is warranted or do you think it's a bit unfair? Um, I think the expectations, and this is across the fan base, is we shouldn't be where we are. The The perception of Sheffield Wednesday is we should be top in championship, even in the Premier League. And I think it's quite ignorant from the fan base that we, we should stand up and think we should be there because of a few years in the Premier League. We've had twice as many years out of it as we were in it. So I think the fan base needs to have a bit of a reality check and sit back and think we are where we are. We deserve to be there. Does more deserve criticism? Um, 
the performances haven't been great. Uh, we've, I think we've we got lucky last weekend. Um, on another day, we could have we could have drawn or maybe even lost. Um, I don't like to see booing. I don't like to see direct criticism to individual players because none of them go out to make mistakes. No, none of them walk on that pitch and think, you know what, today I'm not going to trap my runner or I'm 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 going to misplace this pass. Um, I'm speaking from experience. I used to work within the club as well, so I know I know some of the lads that are there now, and it does it does hurt them personally when they're getting criticism. A lot of them, they've got Twitter accounts and social media. They don't even go on it. No. I know lads that have got, you, you, you'll see they've got Twitter accounts now and they don't go on it because of the backlash they get from fans. And they've not, the, the, the accounts are still there, but they will not even look at it. They haven't got, even got the app on the phone because of the abuse that they get. And I don't, I don't think it's right. I think they, they're doing the best they can collectively. I do think more needs time. I, I don't think we should even be considering sacking him. I think it would be absolutely ludicrous. Yeah, I mean, I, I I totally agree with that. You know, he, he does need he does need the time and and stuff. But like I said, the, the expectations there not only from the fans. I mean, you can't say that we're um you know you, you could say that we're getting carried away. But you know, the players have already come out at the start of the season and said, look, we want to want to win the league, want to go up automatic. So uh, they're also setting the you know setting those those expectations. But you look at it, we're ninth, we're one point outside the playoffs. I mean, we win we a win tomorrow and the results go our way and we're in the playoff places. Do you know what I mean? And and then if it's looking rosy, we have got a game in hand over some you know over a few few of the teams. You know, we put a, a, a run of uh, a couple of wins together and and all of a sudden. Everything's looking uh, looking all nice again. Luke, do you want to have a say on that? Yeah, uh, I'd like to say everything's all, all rosy uh, with Darren Moore, but I, I don't think it is. Uh, yeah, I, I think he's doing a great job and he's done fantastic to get us into the situation we are, especially squad-wise, uh, and to give the fans uh, a little bit of excitement. Again, I think it is all down to him, uh, why, why we have probably built up uh, an expectation. Uh, which, which obviously is fantastic. Uh, the issue is, is that how long has he been here now? I mean, we, what, we're a good few games now into the season and we're chopping and changing. We've got no, we can't, nobody can say what the formations will be before we start a game. Nobody actually knows what the philosophy is. Uh, nobody knows who the best 11 are. Probably nobody knows who the best defence are, midfield. Or attackers, and I think I think that's the issue. Uh, I don't think I think he is a good manager, and I think we should stick by him. But I just think we need to start seeing some performances and seeing some something that we can go. Oh right, okay, that's Sheffield Wednesday. That that's what we do. That's how we play. Uh, that's what we're trying to do, at least. And do you um, think that's down to the, the manager, or do you think that's down to the players? Uh, well, I'd say it's down to the manager. I mean, the manager picks the team. The manager. Uh, formation out uh, the manager should be letting the players know what, what it is that they need to do uh, you can only like to think that the players do what they're asked to do to the best of their ability uh, I suppose you don't want to question that uh, but so yeah I think it does come down to the manager uh, I think he is for me it might be a little bit of a an easy touch a bit uh, you kind of it, it might not be behind the scenes. You never know. You might get a grip of some of them and tell them what for. But uh, yeah, you kind of you kind of just looking for something to go. 
right, okay, that's what Darren Moore is all about. That's what he does. Yeah. And I, I don't think I've seen that yet. Okay. Uh, Gary, I just want to welcome Gary onto the, uh, um, onto the stage. Gary, mate, uh, yeah, how are you? Are you all right? Looks like we've just lost uh, lost lost Gary there, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, t- I totally I totally agree what you with what you're saying to to a certain extent. Um, I mean, I must admit, on Saturday when I was watching that performance against Bolton, I did think it was one of the uh, worst first half performances that that we have seen so far this season. Um, you know, you're right in what you know in in, in that it looks like there's a bit of a lack of identity. He did mention after the game that you know they'd, they'd worked on that new formation at first when he when he first um, when he first came out. I didn't know what formation they were playing. Uh, it took me a, you know a couple of minutes to to realise what they were what they were trying to do. Um, but but ultimately what you what you have got to look at is you know we got the result on we got the result on Saturday. You know I, I know Lewis earlier spoke about the fact that he thinks that teams are setting up you know to, well we're setting the, setting up to play against the opposition rather than playing to our strengths but if we get away on Saturday like, that we, like we just have done you've got to you've got to say that that was the right that was the right decision um, I mean just before we uh, before we go um, I just want to talk about like the, the obviously the game on Saturday and Tuesday um, we always talk about you know how many points that we that we should be getting from those two two fixtures um, if you've listened to the preview show uh, on the podcast uh I predicted two one in, in both games. I think I turned into what's his name two one Ken on uh, on Radio Sheffield. But um, for me, playing Wimbledon and playing Cambridge, yes, they're both away from home, but we need to be beating those two sides. Like uh, if we're going to be going up this season, we shouldn't be happy with with a point in both of those. We need to be going into that Lincoln game a week on Saturday at home on the, on the back of three wins. Um, like no questions asked. Like you know. All right. If we took four points, I would probably still be pleasantly pleasantly pleased. But for me, we need to be we need to be going in and, and looking to beat both of those sides. I mean, what what do you think, uh, Tom? Yeah, I mean, if you again look at the expectation and the the, the thought behind Sheffield Wednesday playing a league game against AFC Wimbledon, <laughs> Cheltenham, and well, well, Cambridge, Cheltenham, Lincoln, you think it's absolutely mad. Yeah. So. You'd sit here and think, yeah, we should just smash them easy, 3-0 every game. But it's not. Reality is, is we've, we're in League One and it's it's hard football. It's proper men's hard football. And we're always talking about getting um, the Canadian lad in and trying to get Deli Bashiro in and all these younger lads and give him a chance. We can't afford to do that. My personal opinion is I think the, the club would be happy to take seven points from the next three games. Yep. I think... You've got a run of three fixtures within a week. You've got fatigue, tiredness, maybe injuries, suspensions, maybe who knows. Anything can happen in football. Um, obviously, I want nine points, but I'd probably sit here and take seven points today based on we won the last game as well. You'd say that's a change in fortune for Sheffield Wednesday and a step in the right direction. I don't think we can afford to lose any of these games personally. No, that d- definitely, and, and if we do, if we do win his next two, you know, Wimbledon and Cambridge away from home, we, do, we you know that's going to propel us up the league. The noise coming from Hillsborough and the fans is is only going to be positive. Uh, I mean, you go, I go back a few weeks um, to the start of the season, and everyone were absolutely buzzing. You know, we've just beat Rotherham two nil. Bailey Peacock fouls pulled off the the save of his life uh, from the penalty, 
and everyone thinks it's going to be, you know, HMS Pistol League, here, here we go. And then you fast forward <laughs> a few weeks to now and, and, you know, people, people were saying uh, they've come out of Hillsborough on Saturday against Bolton and it's, it's like they've been got beat and we've, and we've won the game one nil. Lewis, what, what do you think these next two games, Cambridge and well, Wimbledon and Cambridge, um, I think we should be looking for six points. What about yourself? Six points would be ideal, but do you think we'll do it though? With the, with the way this league is, we could come away with four. Because I think Wednesday fans were going in expecting to, as you've said, storm it. But Wednesday fans, I don't think we put into perspective how competitive this league has come over the last ten years or whenever it was we've last in this league. So to come away with with six points would be a big ask, I think, because. Back on set fans with booing and that, I think it's it's stupid. I think they're all getting too upset far too early, and the fans calling more out. It didn't work last season when we got through four odd managers. It's not going to work this season, is it? And the other thing, if you know, if more was to leave, I mean, I'm not even funny. He's brought fourteen players in of of his players to play his system to bring another uh, manager in. You know, it would only it's only going to be the same thing. We're only going to say. Give him time. He needs time. You know, he's not. They're not his players, and you know, then you've just wasted a whole, a whole season. Um, yeah, just before we go, Luke, what's uh, what 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 are you thinking for these next two games? Uh, yeah, I think we've got to go for the six points, aren't we? Uh, be positive. Go at them. Uh, these are the matches that I think before we start the season, we think we've got to got to take points from. We've not really shown that we've done that so far this season uh, in, in these types of games. But uh, listening to the, the preview, both of their uh, fans were both happy to pretty much stay in the division. So uh, against teams that are happy to stay in the division, we need to be looking to be to be in home anyway. Absolutely. Right, I'm going to leave it there. Uh, thanks everyone for uh, for joining. Obviously, we are going to be doing these uh, every week, um, and I will be. Uh, I've recorded it, so it's going to go out on podcast form as well. So uh, if it's a week that you don't that you don't get chance to join us live, uh, you can listen to the uh, recorded version. So thank you very much, everyone, and uh, we'll see you all uh, on Monday for the uh, reviewing. Uh, hopefully, it's three points against Wimbledon. days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com this podcast is proud to be part of the talk sport fan network talk sport powered by fans